We are not millennials. We are matured. Brought up on collaboration as an art form. Delivered as value. Yo, 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 Steve. Yo, yo, yo. Have you got tickets for tomorrow's world or something? <laughs> Put your hands... No, no, okay. Put um, your hands up. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. I can live with yo, Steve. Yo. Yo. Yeah, exactly. Yo, bro. So there's, the, there's, there's also that SharePoint yeoman generator. Yeoman generator. Yeah. That when you can say, like, yo, SharePoint, yo, Teams... And then you can make it do stuff. It's all very techy, and I've got no idea what I'm talking about. But Okay, that's okay, because I have no idea what you're talking about either. I, I think it's a scaffolding thing, but I don't know what it's going to scaffold. So Okay. Anyway. I guess there's nobody else in the house, because the cat has come to say, hey, give me a I head rub. just wanted to say you got pussy on your lap. Oh, no. Yes, I do have. I do have her. My daughter doesn't catch this one. She'll go, that's our cat. Aww. But that's fun. All right. So we are back to normal. Yes. That means we are ending with a whiskey tasting. It does. Yeah. And we are going woody. We're going woody. We're going island hopping in yes. Scotland. Yep. 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 We yep. are doing that. So we, yep. we are, uh, we're going to hit a whiskey uh, from the Isles. Um and not Eileen, but from the Isles. Yeah, the, the, the one, one that's next been door. In multiple, yes, <laughs> next door, that's true. One that's been in multiple wooden barrels. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, what I'm expecting is is something quite complex. Yeah. Um, I know I've not tasted it yet. Um, no, me neither. But uh, that's what we're doing. All right. Uh, and but before we're, then. Yeah, talking about technology. We're going to do... I can't remember the last time we talked about technology. No, we've been talking about Adcar and change and adoption yeah. and stuff like that. I so, have to say, I yeah. loved that series. I really did. Yeah. I know it, I know this part of me said, hey, we've got to get back to normal. But actually, that was really very, very good. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't, go to uh, com. Click on the link that says... Go to the Barcelona pages and you'll see all of them straight off the website, all nine episodes. Uh, If you go there now, you'll find there's one missing. Uh, But uh, in a few days' time, well, actually, by the time this is released, they'll all be there. All right. So, yes, uh, eight of them on ADCAR and distilling change and adoption, Mm -hmm. maturing all of the ADCAR stuff. And then we have finished off with a whiskey-only episode. Our first ever whiskey only podcast yeah where we try to identify and remember <laughs> the professionally tasted whiskies yes. from barcelona we exactly. didn't drink them we professionally tasted them exactly yeah so that's cool but now we're going to go back to tech yes ms yes. teams in this case uh yeah yeah exactly well i suppose strictly speaking it could be skype for business it it could be uh skype for business it could be Yammer. slack it could be Yammer, could uh, well, be... Well, let's stick in our area, but yes, yeah, in terms well, of those the, ranges. The, the classic SharePoint news feed. Could be. Yeah. Basically, we're going to look at chat and yeah. getting chat and messaging right and how 
Actually, I'm just going to read it off the board. Yeah. Uh, a good chat adoption plan will naturally lead to less emails. Exactly. And to, to be honest, we all need less emails. Yeah. There's an hour lost minimum for me, you know, just catching up with what came in the day before and yep. responding to the questions and the yeah. ongoing email conversations. You um, somebody that just looks at your email like three times a day, or do you just have it open constantly and see what's popping in all the time? It's communication, so yeah, I tend to because the other the other thing is that I know if I don't do that, then I'm going to end up with seventy tomorrow or eighty or ninety, yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden there's two hundred. Yeah, you know. But saying that, my, using Microsoft's techniques with you know their um, their two different kinds of folders. What do they call it? I forgot the name of it now. The but you important know, and the, the uh, yeah, they're not the so rest, important. Yeah. What do they mm-hmm. call it? The uh, focus and the focused inbox and the yeah, other one. Exactly. So I've I've got that well trained now. By mm-hmm. you know, you just need to drag the emails into where they're supposed to go to. So I can effectively now go to my junk email, knowing what's going to be in there. So that's generally a delete, 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 or even a control A delete. Yeah. So I just scan through them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then my unfocused boxed, um, that's usually a delete, 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 check, check, delete, delete, check, check. And that's a, a relatively quick process as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that my inbox is relatively focused. So I, I kind of know that I need to sort just of look at that one. that yeah. remain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But of course, as consultants working for other companies, we end up with multiple inboxes. Yes. Uh, so right now, my uh, Outlook email has got six inboxes. Wow, and uh, it's pretty horrible. Yeah, so I was I was in a meeting earlier, and I actually asked the person to what email address did you send that because I'm, it's I've got three email inboxes from just working with that customer. Amazing, amazing. Um, I have multiple machines with the inboxes on them, of course, yeah. from the different customers. So, um, yeah. Yeah, but it but, is but it is go. useful in some point. It's got all my email in one application. And now we've got tons of, well, not tons, but we've got a few really nice new things uh, coming in into Outlook as well. Like That's the true. suggested replies is I like one that. I really like. Uh, yeah, until you hover over it and it says, click on here to start your message with these words. It, yeah. You know, and so you, you still end up doing, but they've just copied it from LinkedIn, of course. Yeah, yeah, and also the Teams uh, mobile application had that for quite some it time did, as yeah. well. Um, so it's it's also coming to the Teams client. So um, I, I see that uh, it's also coming to the Teams client. Yeah, oh, yeah to the uh, Windows uh, application as I, well. I kind of... Um, part of my creative brain says, do I really want all my emails to say, thank you for that message, and then I have to add something to the end of it? Yeah. You know, or people are going to work out going, oh, yeah, he's just pressed the button. This is not a personal email. Why should I bother reading it? Look, he's just pressed the button. Yeah, what what we actually need is a like feature on emails. So instead of you agree with that replying, saying, okay, or thank you for that message, you could just say, yeah, check. thumbs up, big yeah, smile. Exactly. Laugh yeah. my socks off. Yeah, that would be something funny. Yeah. What we could do, what would be nice in email is office drama. Stickers. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, that would that be would funny. Be yeah, 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 yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah. But we've but got those things the, in check. I, I yeah. do like the idea of just being able to go like without having to open it, without having to reply, without having to do that. Just sit there and drop down and and do the appropriate emoticon. Yeah. Um, and then that would save no end of time. Yeah. Um, but would that make it kind of more confusing? Would it be trying to build email up into something it's not? Because the thing, I mean, we're going to start referring to the board in a minute, but one yeah. of the things we looked at to start off with was, you know, what is the difference, if you like? What are those emails and chats and stuff? Mm-hmm. So we could kind of define what our adoption and awareness and stuff would be. But we were very clear that when you do an email, you have a story. You know, you have to put in the email the beginning, the middle, the end. So yeah. if we're suddenly going to say I can respond with a emoticon that says thank you or I like that or something, then is that actually not the email way? This is the way of the email, you know, like some Eastern kind of uh, <laughs> religion. Confucius yeah. say this is the way of the email. The way of the email is not emoticons. You've got to go uh, and tell a story. Nah. Well, maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe I don't is. know. It's just it's yeah. a thought. But I agree with you. But I have the how same many, feeling. How many emails do you get that is just one sentence? I can say for me it's at least 10 to 15% of the email that I get in a day is just one sentence. It's people Not, replying to me saying, uh, yes, that's replies. a good idea. Yes. Yes, yeah. but these people are also the ones that want the emoticon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but that's... I was thinking about this as we started working through this earlier today, and uh, I've always kind of been taught, and, and maybe it's a sign of the times, you know, we're not millennials, we're matured, is that, you know, we we're taught that an email is the same as a memo. You know, in the, it has a to be memo. correctly a memo. I, I know, I have real gray. I'm not that matured. <laughs> Yeah, but, okay. but 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 that's the kind of equivalent, isn't it? It's a memo, so it was always a report or a yeah. document. So you it's email, like a letter in the ma- in the physical mail. A, yeah, the same equivalent. So yeah. your email has to be written with the same care and concern. Exactly. You know, but yeah. of course we don't have the time, and it got quicker. And maybe that's why chat and messaging came out because you know the generation went. Look, I don't want to write a story every time I send no, an email. Exactly, and that's probably also why emojis got all hot and happening for the last few years true because we're just digesting so much information and we need to do so much in so little time that this might just save us just a little bit true but it's not just about that what are these called emoticons yeah isn't it a way of actually adding emotion to something that is generally sterile in words yes so so you you have hearts yes. and thumbs up. So, true, yeah. And, and whenever you do a thumbs up to somebody, you're not just saying okay. I agree. No, you, actually you go say in, yes. Yeah, you know, you shake exactly. it with a little bit of a exactly. You know. It's so, like me sending the eggplant emoji to my girlfriend. Or, or uh, is it? Do you not? <laughs> okay, no. Do you yeah, not okay. send the um, the champagne with the bursting top? No. Okay. Okay. So okay, anyway, okay. There, there is a hidden uh, yeah. series of of uh, cultured words with these emoticons. Yeah, I know. Depending, I know, yeah. of course, how old you are, depends yeah. whether you care. So, but yes, they're about emotions, and so okay. 
I think that's yeah. where the word comes from. So you can kind of say in a few words, I like that or I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody in the chat world. I know, we, we, yeah, we're, we're getting started on it, really. Um, how difficult is it in chat to tell somebody off? You know, you sit there. Oh, super easy. Because, well, it, no, mm, it kind of depends. In the chat room, if you go to you, Reddit you or something. You say it depends. Yes. It didn't take you long. Yeah, I know. But if you go to like uh, a Reddit chat room or an online forum, it is so easy to get distracted and it's so easy to tell people to F off. Yeah, but that's not, we're talking about professional messaging here oh, within okay. the office. Let's okay, be fair. Okay. And do you know now there's an add-on license you can get to Microsoft 365 that the corrects... The fuck-off license. The, yes. That's, no, the non-fuck-off license. Okay, okay. So it basically makes sure that all of your... Uh, you know the politically correct stuff we've been talking about? Yeah, yeah. Now you can add that onto everything so that it gets covered. Oh, uh, I don't okay. know it, I don't know so whether if that, you would just type in, oh, go fuck yourself, you <laughs> wanky bugger, then it would actually <laughs> translate the text in transit to, I'm Dear sorry, sir, I don't I have like time to inform for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That would be oh, brilliant. Awesome. That so, would so what, be brilliant. What did you tell them to do? Can you remember? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but going back to that. So, but but it is that difficult. It is difficult in a t- in a chat to actually politically correct to tell somebody off. Yeah, because you do need the context of the story in that meeting that we had today, and we started talking about X and Y. I really felt that you moved into a space that many would feel were inappropriate you know, and didn't make the company look good in front of those customers, you know, when you started including the story. of, And I was really offended by it. And Wow. Yeah, you, 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 you lost me halfway. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. Okay. But, but yeah. you can't sit there and say something bad to somebody in two seconds without wondering whether they're going to get offended or not. Yeah, and just eggplant emoji. <laughs> I'd really need to, after this, you'll tell me all about I, the eggplant emoji. No, it's emoji. the same thing as a champagne bottle. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. So... Um, but the office drama allows you to do that. I really quite like this. So, you yeah. know, the guy that is, is in the office drama that's going, Arr! at least you can sit there and go, you know, John, you made me angry because you did this. Yeah. And, and instantly part of the image says, oh, you're angry. Yeah. Um, whereas, so, yeah, it, you know. Yeah, you get, is, you get to put in more feelings into feelings, the thing. Such it's a also, lot of feelings. It, it's also less official and it's more water cooler Informal. level. Yeah. It's not as as you just gave your example right, of that yeah, email. Yeah. Uh if you Formal do it in chat, email. it would just be more, hey John, that was not good. That was not cool, whatever that you say. Um instead of giving that whole uh posh reply of uh yeah. But when you when you have something, when you're trying to teach somebody or when you're trying to get them to consider something, are you kind of not wanting to catch the fallout so that, you know, they don't go at home hangry and then respond with a, you know... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, whereas you can't do that with chat necessarily. No. I'm just muting a few things on the board here because it's about to hit some of the yeah the outro which was on a bit already short. Oh. no only because we're still on we're still on the Barcelona okay. short oh, okay, form. Okay. Good, good, good. All right, okay. well look, got we we um, 
uh, we basically have that statement. So a good chat adoption plan is kind of less emails. Yeah. So uh, would you ever get to the scenario where you did not put chat in? So would you say, hey, we're going to adopt Office 365, but everything's going to be email? You wouldn't, would you? Hmm. Now I know I that question wasn't on the board. Think it's just so. Come out no, of my I, head. I don't think. I'm. I'm just thinking of, or of which one of my customers would it make sense to just do formal email and leave chat out? I don't think any. I think it's now. And the, my my point of the question really was to kind of identify that it is a new normal. Yeah. Yeah. That that it is there, but it hasn't replaced email. So and it's not any more work. So no, you it's don't less say work. Well, it's less yeah. work, and I think that's the whole point that I was trying to talk about earlier when we had this conversation. That by putting a good chat adoption plan in, you naturally end up with less emails because you choose the alternative to reply with. Yeah, unless. And- Somebody writes a chat in Teams to me and I don't see it in time. So Teams sends me an email that somebody chatted to me in Teams. That is true too. But when you click on the link, you do go straight to the chat. Oh, yeah. No, it just shows me the chat and I can directly reply from email. But still, yeah. But no, that was just me trying to be funny. No, Uh is another another funny one then to to ask. So you can try again now. I'll ask another question. Do you think that email will ever disappear? No. Oh, that was quick. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Like 10 years ago, you had like big consultancy companies uh, like KPMG announcing to the world, in two years' time, we will not send emails anymore. So we're all going to go full chat-based. And no, of course not. No. No. Of course not. No, that's true. I also had some feedback today as well around the chats because we've been selling MS Teams persistent chat. Mm-hmm. So you get that contextual chat, but it's it's maintained forever, of course. So yeah. you forever so you don't have to kind of find the email that was sent two years ago and then the one that was sent eighteen months ago and you know, and that kind of stuff. Um and so in that uh, that chat, but then they were suddenly saying, yeah, we had this persistent chat, but I can't see off of it now because it was with an external. And our policies kind of say, yeah, well, you get to share it while you're in the meeting and when you're not. So, mm-hmm. And that it was, oh, well, that's weird. That's not what you said. Yeah, no, I agree with you. We didn't go into that much detail. But it is an important part of the process that chat um, uh, is controlled in terms of, you know, labeling sensitivity, you yep. know, sharing, um, and that during the meeting, when you are allowed to share stuff, you can see it. Uh, but of course, it may not be there when you go back historically, because, you know, there's some policy that says their chats are not allowed to be shared on your server, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So yeah. something, yeah. there are a few more things to, to think about around this. Yeah. All right. So um, let's put some structure in our session. So Why? title of today, Good Chat Adoption plan means less email so that uh, that entails two things one is we need to talk about adoption of chat and we need to talk about is chat a good replacement for email well i think it's worth talking about the stuff that we talked about even before then which is where where you said why yeah you know why why do we actually think chat is better than email yeah. And then we started talking about what actually is email and chat. But I think there's some good, interesting 
uh, items there. We've already talked about one. So, you mm -hmm. know, emails, you you do have to put context into the email because it stands alone. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, one silo equals one email or one email sort of reply journey. Yeah. Um, there's, there's no real collaboration one-to-one -one on this kind of stuff. No. You know, um, and you have this great video. Yeah, the uh, it's a video that I've been showing to a lot of people for the last five, six years. Uh, it's called Business Practices That Refuse to Die, number 44. And it all talks about email trees. It's from vinjones.com. And um, it talks about uh, a person emailing five people to make a decision. And in the end, there are 66 emails being sent uh, across while this could all be in one chat conversation. Yeah, and, and that's simplifying a little bit, but I yeah, think it, the, the email does identify, the video, sorry, does identify those known issues with emails. I send this yeah. email to you five, but you have no idea where they're forwarding it to. Exactly. And, yeah. and then, mm -hmm. you know, that person suddenly ends up as part of the conversation, but nobody else even knew that they were there. Um, and we've, I'm fairly certain you and I, because we're fairly transparent and open, I've been in a situation where we said something in an email and somebody forwarded it on to somebody else and it because then it became inappropriate and then you get a reply back saying, what do you mean? Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And you go, yeah. actually, you know, I now have to apologize. I did not expect you to Yeah, because to then it got taken out of context. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were still a twat. It didn't really matter how I, <laughs> I, I, what context they were. But yeah, you're right. So, you know, your opinion about something may well wind mm -hmm. somebody up and start a conversation. Yes. And equally, I had uh, my boss a couple of days ago, you know, was copied in on a series of emails where we were trying to understand something around security. Mm -hmm. And eventually he stepped and went, guys, stop, you know, set up a meeting and talk about it because you're not going to get yeah. anywhere with the email and you do get drawn into this because you don't realize how you know silly this is going because you're yeah. now inside it uh, yes and so I mean, you have the context from there it was quite funny uh, and uh yeah so yeah so that's why emails um you know they're not real time i know that that kind of feels like it's a bit silly but they're not mm -hmm. really real time and we don't send them expecting a response immediately no we expect definitely these days it used to be different five years ago five years ago when i send an email i kind of wanted to get a reply within the hour yeah these days it's okay if i get a reply tomorrow yeah but you also do get that people that say why why have you not turned up today to the meeting i emailed you yesterday okay yeah, yeah just because you yeah. send it doesn't mean i actually read it know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly no, i get it yeah all right so anyway so that explained to us kind of uh why we create emails and obviously it's historic and all that kind of stuff yeah uh, and the fact you can get replies from all over the place um i i always like the statement that when you send an email you don't own it anymore so, i love that you know i love that yes uh, i i'm that now cool. taking this information over to and giving it to you. So my version of the truth is now different to your version of the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So again, things to be to be careful of. Yeah. I also love the the thing that you wrote on the board. It's an, an email is evidence. Yes. So it, it kind of ties to into that one as well that it's it's the evidence that something 
was said or that something was done. Yeah, or you had notification of it, even if yeah. you got a thousand emails on read and it was one of those thousand. Not my fault, Governor. You had it in your inbox somewhere. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but no, it does. It does actually, as you say, identify that. And how many times have we said? But it said that in the email, and you go, "No, it didn't." And you go, "Oh, yeah, oh, it yes, did. it did." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because emails tend to be very long, and I only fluffy. read the first five lines, and yeah. then I assumed I knew what else she was going to say, so I didn't go any further. True. Not my fault. Badly written email, Governor. Yeah, but uh, the reality is that we, it, yeah, we don't have time to read exactly. seventy-five lines of an email. Yeah. Now, so the emails are also just stored in our Outlook. Um, they're not stored wherever the rest of the project is. True. So that's that's one of the biggest advantages that I can think of in Teams is that I got all my files, all my tasks, all my conversations, all in one place. They don't. You what know, do you, you don't. You don't. Why not? If I have an MS Teams with channels and I have documents in those channels, yeah, and then the documents are stored in the libraries on the SharePoint site. I don't care about the SharePoint site. It's all in my Teams application. As an end user, it's all there in one place. It's surfaced there. Yeah, it is. It's stored no, elsewhere. Exactly, but as an end user, I don't care where it's yeah, stored. Yeah, you're right from that perspective. It's all there. That's fine. I get it. Okay, cool. Kind of. <laughs> you're right i mean i'm thinking yeah. techie i get it yeah. i'm thinking i'm thinking governance and security here mm. going yeah actually i don't trust it to be where you and you can delete it and own it i'm keeping it centrally where i can control it but i'll make it look like you own it yeah i'll fool you okay i'll lie yeah <laughs> so chat chat is i think an, a really good way of uh, reducing the amount of email that we get but it's not only just reducing email, it's also just making communication better. It makes communications Be yeah, better. Yeah, because mail is not always the best place to do something. Just like your boss saying, just set up a meeting and talk about these things. Sometimes a meeting is better than emailing. Sometimes a phone call is better than emailing. Sometimes chat is better than emailing well it is really important to choose the right medium of communication isn't it so yeah. reg regardless of whether you're just trying to reduce the emails but we are trying to reduce emails because there are better ways of doing things yeah some things in email but that's part of what you also need to know and so it might be worth bringing in that dreaded word governance because this is about Office 365 uh, distilled yes and we do talk governance quite a lot yes so Yes, so there's, I mean, I'm going to throw some words out here and we can talk about them, but, you know, etiquette, the language of your chat, uh, the voice uh, that, that you're using at the time, understanding your audience and the medium that they look at and use, um, and also understand that, you know, people in the chat may not actually be people that you think are in the chat, because, oh. you know, well, if you're sending an email, you can say, hey, I'm sending this to... John and Susan and Moraine and Julie. So when I send that email, I know it's going to those four people. Okay. But if I'm actually in a channel and I start talking about that subject, I then may look at the people on that channel and find that actually there's 25 people I didn't even know oh, was a member okay. of that yeah. team. Yeah. Because we don't see them. 
unless you actually go and look at who's a member of the team. So, you know, when, before you sit there and say, you know, that Julie really is a piece of work, and don't you think she <laughs> yeah. acted inappropriate, might be worth just checking whether Julie is a member of that team exactly. or not. Exactly, yeah. So, so you can't... Which also happens on email threads. I just had that happen a few weeks ago where one guy says to the other... Uh, yeah, but you should talk to your uh, good friend of uh, communication, to your best friend. And then two days later, that best friend wrote an email. Don't forget that I'm also part of this mailbox. Yes. <laughs> so that was like an oops moment for those people. But yeah, but no. So that, that can happen in, in, in email as well, but definitely more prone to happen in, in Teams. Yeah, well, at least you can write and you can say, look, legitimately, I sent it to those four people here. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but 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 I, but I get it. So do understanding the audience, you can't just jump into a chat, say whatever you want, walk out again. You still do needs to have that level of thought to yeah. make sure that it's the right place. We we talked about it. I argued with you, and as I always do, and I countered and say, you know, if if you want to send something to me, do you think about whether you're going to do it in an email? Do you think about doing it in Teams, or do you just open WhatsApp because you know that's what we talk about all the time? Yeah. And you said no, I think about it, and I kind of countered and went, "No, well, I don't. I just send everything. I mean, I sent that PDF to you by by WhatsApp, you know." And yeah. you went, "Yes," but when I tried to open it on my phone, it was so small I couldn't even read it. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. I was just thinking that you've got it and you'll have easy access to it. And, and yes, done. Yeah. you know, uh, that's right. I kind of went over the wall. Done. Yeah. Job done. Accessibility. I, irrelevant. Compliance. I've sent it. Governance. Irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yes, we still, we, just because chats are easier doesn't mean that you can actually, you know, not think about some of those legal lines and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So let's just talk about why chat is easier, okay? Why naturally does it reduce mail, assuming mm-hmm. that we're talking about adoption? But I think it's worth, you know, putting that, that those pieces of information in for everybody to get into one space. It's contextual. So yeah. the chat is part of a channel titled chat yeah. group, channel from a team, you know, so when you actually write one sentence, that sentence has got a relationship with the fact that this is about project, how, you know, exactly yeah. project X or, or or governance. So it it has got that context, and it's always part of a conversation with a timeline. Yeah. So I know that if everybody's having a chat at the same time, some of the timelines get a bit skewed. But generally, you can start logically going from one to another and see all of the the content and information. Whereas an email that went to three people to start off with and then somebody forwarded it to a fourth yeah. and then those three people replied and, and blah, 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 then the context within an email can get very screwed up very exactly. quickly. Exactly. The, the timeline is so much easier to follow in a, in a chat conversation yes. than if you scroll through an email that has been replied and forwarded and all those things. Sure. Yeah. And I think we can do left brain, right brain easier with chats. I think that's pretty neat. So, yeah. you know, I can drop in GIFs and, you know, 
um, all kinds of visuals and pictures uh, for fun, if nothing else, and just to clarify things. I I have a, a great change consultant. I won't mention her name because I wouldn't embarrass her, and I'm not entirely certain whether she'd appreciate it. She's very, very good. I really am enjoying working with this lady. But um, as she came up on MS Teams the other day and looked like Edna out of the uh, Im- uh, Impossibles. No, the... The Disney cartoon, Incredibles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah, Edna yeah. was yeah. the lady that made all the... But she yes. had these big black glasses yeah, yeah. on. And I said, hey, you look like... Uh, and we couldn't remember the name. And I'm going, you know, at the cartoon. But she was able to respond later with a picture saying, oh, you mean Edna? Yeah, that's a compliment, she says. I like that. I can be Edna. Uh, but that visual just was instant. As soon as I had that message come in, I knew, yeah, that's who we were talking about because it had gone to the right side of the brain and it was creative. And, you know, I said, oh, so I I then responded with all the good things about Edna that she can now, I said, look, this is now your second slide for all your presentations. You know, my clients think I'm like Edna and these are the reasons why it's true, you know. So it's really pretty cool. cool. But so, yes, I think also it's easier to add that multimedia in. And we can, of course, add multimedia in emails, but for some reason it just doesn't feel right because we go back to that email being a memo or a document or a report. It's all about words mm-hmm. and less necessarily about the fun things. Yeah. That, and uh, attachments. And attachments, Attachments. Yes. Let's not forget about attachments. No, yeah. let's not do that. All right. So uh, do we, we agree that if we get chat right and we have a good adoption plan, that there's a natural tendency for email to be reduced. Yes. But that doesn't mean it will happen overnight and the users can instantly go, oh, right, I'll start using chat now. No. We still need to have we a change program. We need to program. have a change and adoption plan. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so we actually need a change in adoption methodology for If that only one. we knew one. Hmm. Um, I'm sure if we did some podcast searches, we'd, possibly come across something yeah maybe i th- we- think we need to go to barcelona for a strategic chat i think so too yeah let's do a whiskeria visit and maybe we'll find something in the long row spring bank bor- bottle we might yeah. do yes three spring banks later we might come up with a concept that's been around for 20 years yeah um but we should also tell people um if you haven't caught the uh the Barcelona podcast. Whiskeria is growing, opening a new place, getting a lot bigger. It was a beautiful little cozy bar a couple of meters across, but a bit more than a couple, but Mm. yeah, so that's uh, growing. So we should go back just to see their plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're talking about car ad. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, can you, what else could you do with this? Crad? (laughs) Crada? Raked? Raked? Or oh, Adcar, that would be a good. Adcar, that's that sounds, sounds and now, like. And now we know exactly what it means, as you yes. said in the uh, one of the podcasts. Yes, the now, first A is availability. <laughs> no, no, it's awareness. Awareness, oh, yes, of course. Yeah, so, so let's think about that in the context then of chat. So, awareness, desire, knowledge, uh, ability. Uh, thank you, and reinforcement. Reinforcement, yeah. brilliant. Um, and actually building that model because that model will help you encourage people to use chat over email yes and that's what you really want to do if you can help it because Mm -hmm. it is about collaboration and collaboration is about more real time than email Mm -hmm. and it's about getting the right message across in the context yeah so i can walk away from a subject and not worry about it for a week and then i can go back to it knowing that 
all the chats and all the content is all ready for me to start thinking about or working on that item. Yeah. All right. So awareness. Awareness. Yeah. So we need to make everyone aware that this is a good way of communicating. So I would definitely show people that video on business practices that refuse to die number 44. I would definitely do that. Yeah, with it. You can do better than this, folks. Yeah, exactly. So this is your daily life. Yeah, Yeah. because everyone always laughs at that video because they all know that this is something that's happening all the time. Um, So, yeah, you need to make sure that um, they know it's available. Um, The other thing is that we need to remember that awareness is about telling them you need to change and that you you are going to change because you're now going to start using this new tool called chat to actually communicate with people and only use email under the certain conditions. And, of course, you'll document the governance and the etiquette and the best practice. Yeah, you can Um, say, we as a company, we want to implement a chat-first mentality because of it's faster. I love that, chat-first We get more context. We get less, um, I don't know. Yeah, all these things. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that works, yeah. and and that and, sustainability. You know, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, you're yeah, just yeah. saying that because everybody's saying that nowadays. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And otherwise, the terrorists will win. That's something true. like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this this is all good ways of actually moving yeah. towards desire. Exactly. And desiring that uh, yes, I now need to send chats instead of emails to save the trees. Yes. And reduce yes. the greenhouse gas. Yes. Yes. yes nope, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. So, so going through the awareness, then we need to be people are aware that it's available. All right, aware that they need to change, mm-hmm. and using those kind of communication stories like chat first. I'm going to steal that, by the way. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I am going to steal that. I like that chat first, um, and uh, and then making people aware that you know they need to think about that. And I think once they've seen it and used it, they'll have the desire. Yes. So identifying that desire is you know well communicated well communicated governance um and all the advantages of it and then it's it's an easy sell yeah i think so as well yeah uh so yeah you just need to focus on the on the on the benefits that a chat culture will bring yeah not just true. you chatting to people or other people chatting to you but just the whole chat culture inside our company yep that's true and at this point uh, when we get to the desire we also now can identify the detractors and why people won't want to start using chat i mean of course there are those kinds of people that do write to write a book for every email that won't be able to do that with with chat so Mm -hmm. i i just don't like it's in this world um but uh and i think that's when we get into the kind of knowledge area so the k for knowledge the knowledge. Um, the knowledge. Um, <laughs> yes. Because we basically now need to start answering all their questions and their reasons for not wanting to do this. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah. So, uh, Mocha, we talked about the Mocha framework here with yeah, Microsoft. because modern collaboration framework. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and that's going to basically give you a list of what these tools are used for and where you should use them. Because yeah. there's obviously MS Teams chat, but as we said earlier, there's Yammer chat, um there's uh page comments yes you know, there's, there's a the, number the of places feed, to do this there's, yeah. yeah there's so many places exactly so we need to get that well known by everybody yeah well known 
Wilkenoon. <laughs> oh God. Wilkenoon. Yes. Yeah, so we need to train people as well, uh, or just not only on on how to start a chat or how to uh, do chats, uh, how to put chats in the right context. Uh, but also around that those etiquette rules. Yeah. One of those famous etiquette rules, for example, is don't start your chat with "Hey Steve." Da, 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 da. No, just drop that "Hey Steve" because I'm already chatting to you. So you mm, already, yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's true. Yeah, except yeah. that I might want to do at Steve. Uh, when we're in a channel with other people, yes, then you might want to do you a want mention. want to, to highlight that. Yes. Uh, so yeah. If I want you to do something. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, if I just want to say I want to make sure you read this. Yes. It's not just for actions. No. We had this conversation earlier. If yep. I want somebody to do something, I will make it create a, task. a task. Yes. And, and, and actually, it's really good now. You can right-click on one of those chats and say, turn this into a task. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you need to mention them and then right-click and turn it into a task. Yeah. Because it's all about power and control, and I will make sure you know I want you to do this. And do can you shout still in chats? Do you actually you know have to put everything in capital letters? All when caps, you... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you still shouldn't do that. Yeah. So etiquette rules. Describe your etiquette rules. Make sure everybody knows them. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, What I do tend to use now in chats is bold and and italics. So um, I, you know, when I want to kind of just give them, they can glance over five lines of a chat Mm -hmm. and see the keywords that I wanted to pull out. Oh yeah. So that they can instantly do it. Here's a tip. Yeah. So if you're creating a new chat in MS Teams, obviously when you highlight a word, you get the pop-up menu to make it bolder Italian. You don't get that in reply. But if you do Control B or Control I, yeah, when you open up that the 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 reply, you can't open up in the in the reply. Now yeah. you've got me thinking. Oh, okay. Want to check? Yes, so, yes. want to check So when later you reply on. Okay. to the message, yeah. I don't know whether you can expand the full reply box. I, something to, I, I think will look so, at tomorrow. But, okay, let's look at But anyway, yep. but even if you don't open up the, the full box with the bold, you do get the little pop-up menu with bold and italics yep. like you do in Word. In reply, that doesn't appear. But I have found out you can do Control B and Control, control I. I mm-hmm. So the control characters work, which is cool. Okay. So, so yeah, so the training is important. I think there's lots of little stories around, you know, and a lot of little materials here, how to, you know, how to do, ch- how to chat well, man. Yeah. Uh, so I think a, a fun stuff. thing to do for etiquette uh, training is that you could actually show people like five uh, wrong email, uh, five wrong chats texts where something was wrong like for example all caps all caps might be one yeah that's true and then you can say okay what's wrong with this one so then, yeah and oh, even oh, oh. asking a question hey yeah. steve can you do x and y and no yeah. act mentioned exactly so yeah no that's true and then you um, can just reply eggplant <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> it's so frustrating yes. i need to understand that a lot better okay um, so, uh, but I did have a great idea then that just kind of disappeared on me as you mentioned that because I started laughing. Um, oh, yes, you can also make sure that messages are important. Yeah, urgent, and, important. And you can make yeah. them flash every two minutes until they oh. actually answer and look at them if you really want wow. to annoy people. Yeah. 
Um, but but you know it does need to have that capability. That's something that you can't do in email. You can't kind of keep resending the email until they open it. At least with chat, when you're talking about instant management and and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, you can get people's attention. Yeah. So there's some bonuses yep. there too. Yeah. All right. So yep. that's the adka. Yes. So right. then and then we've got the ability. So people need to show that they know. Uh, and and can execute. That they have the knowledge. Yeah. yeah, that they can execute on it as well. Yeah. So there, uh, I think it's it's that easy that you can actually just measure um, how that you'll get that you're getting less email or less internal email, maybe. Correct. You got to measure. Yeah, you can't yeah. do internal external. And then, but you're right. You can do comparison charts. You know, yeah. put them into a chart. You should see one reducing and one increasing. Exactly. Um, yeah. And uh, set your target. So set your KPI mm-hmm. so that you know when you've actually made and been successful in this space. Yeah. So that means so. when can you get cake? when you want to reinforce this yeah correct yes we're going to have cake because we've now passed the millionth chat exactly yeah so uh our reinforcement um testimonials i think is a good one there that you can actually have people saying look this is just so much easier no i think so i think some Mm -hmm. um, case studies of where people have said you know we started now having uh, sharing an ms teams with uh with our external supplier Blanc, you know they got guest accounts, and um, we can uh, maintain the security of the chats. Yeah, and it's just easier to be able to go, "Hey, uh, has Company X delivered this that they're supposed to deliver?" And I don't have to go finding it in my emails anymore. Mm-hmm. And now I can see it in the context of the chat and the team. And yeah, so I think there's a there's a whole bunch of of that stuff to do. Yep. So, so that would be a an example of a good chat adoption plan, mm-hmm. and I think if um, you kind of think about that change, think about those sort of lessons that you need to show, mm-hmm. then I think you will end up reducing email, and everybody will be happy with that. I think so. Yeah, it's it's because the goal is not only to reduce email, but the goal is to have like proper communication that just benefits the way you work improved communications yeah Yeah, absolutely i don't disagree with that yeah so that's the goal so that's it finished good done so now we know what to do now we know what to tell our customers to tell our organization and just implement it yeah just get on and do it but do think about the ad car stuff and and uh and if you catch up with the old podcasts they're only 20 minutes each mm-hmm. just to sort of break them down and there's also some really good documentation from the prosky website um, yes. on all of this and we uh, we referenced some of that that information here's the the thing that i don't like about this process tell okay. me i won't notice really that i'm sending less emails it's it, it i have to be told this whole reinforcement and measurement stuff mm-hmm. i'm kind of going to need to be told because i know i get a lot of emails and maybe i think i've got 100 emails a day but i actually don't know the real number so even if the number kind of goes down to 50 emails a day mm-hmm. will i really notice it's not saving me time or maybe effort. not Maybe not, but you will see it in the in the in the measurements in the productivity score. Yeah, I agree with you. But as an end user, I'm still end up having to spend just as much time communicating. I'm having to spend oh, just yeah. as much time sending 
sending chat. So, you know, one of the things you need to be very careful about when you talk about detractors is that you're not going to sell them, you know, uh, more time, more time no. or more effort. But you are going to say, look, you'll be able to find them easier. And so you'll be able to save time in the history of things mm-hmm. and sharing content. But, you know, uh, me as an individual, yay, look, I'm now only doing 50 emails. So why is it I'm still feeling stressed and busy? Um, so just it's not a magic bullet solution here. It's just a way of moving forward and improving your communications and basically improving the storage of your communications. Just Yeah, you know, giving you just another tool in the tool set. It's because a some, better tool, yes. Sometimes just giving people a phone call or organizing a meeting is just even a better way to reduce email. That's true, as long as it's not something that you need to reinforce with a you know a minutes afterwards. Yeah. But, uh, no. but I get that. But then again, you can just call them on <clears throat> Teams and record the conversation. Turn into a transcript. Yeah. Cool. What we need now is to think about the complexities associated with this whiskey we're about to taste. Yes. That means looking it up on the interwebs and looking at tasting notes. Well, let me tell you what we are going to taste. Uh, So while Steve is looking up those tasting notes, you have... Rinsed your glass. I have rinsed my glass. You're going to pour it, are you? Yes. So we are going to taste the uh, Jura Sevenwood. Sevenwood. In fact, I'm not going to look it up on the interweb because Flavia is going to give me, if I don't break this, a tasting card that will tell me all about it. So this is the Sevenwood. Um, and we're going to hit some caramel and coffee, which I really quite like. And not dark chocolate, but milk chocolate. So that's actually what it says it will do. Now then, what this generally happens, and maybe we'll find out this story, is that um, it's not actually, you know, seven different barrels necessarily. Uh, that it goes from one to another to another to another. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's seven different barrels that are then blended together. To uh, be might to be, or it might be one barrel that was made with seven types of wood. Oh, that's new, though. That uh, we heard. It, it, where did we, we did, hear yes. that? Um, was that the whiskeria? I don't. No. I can't remember. But we heard. Um, that somebody was testing that out, just making a barrel with it, different. It was it was in Spain. It was one of the, the Spanish burn. distilleries, yes, where they were saying that you know rather than having you know uh, a sherry cask and then moving it into a port cask, you rebuild the barrel and you take the staves from the sherry and the staves from the port, yeah, and then you use them to be able to bring in those those flavors. So, yes, it's uh, interesting. So, the list of barrels that we have here. So, this Jira is a blend of whiskies from First Fill X Bourbon American Oak Vosges, V-O-S-G-E-S barrel. Ever heard of that one? Never heard of that. Bertangas. Okay. Jupiles. Now you're just making things up. No, I'm not, honestly. Okay, okay. I'm reading it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Limousin barrels I have heard of. Uh, Tronke, yeah. Anyway, there's a bunch of barrels, so it's all okay. different barrels, and then of course it's blended together. Yeah. 
okay. but now I am intrigued about where I read those staves, those barrel staves. But yeah, good shot. Anyway, but that's not yeah. that. This is a, a little bit more simple than that. You've put the whiskey on my table. I did. All righty. And you said milk chocolate. Um, according Caramel? to our flavor, um, we got a lot of coffee, uh, ginger, some ginger in here apparently. So the flavor was, so if, if you take Flavia, you get the flavor wheel. So, uh, we have coffee, caramel, milk, chocolate, it's a little spicy, chili, spicy and ginger, but there's also orange zest and peach in here. Yeah. So that's what it says on here. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I definitely get the caramel on the nose. I get a little of that ginger as well, like little um, freshy notes. That milk chocolate, not yet, but that will come on the taste, I'm sure. So apparently, it's on yeah. the nose, so it says. <clears throat> but so, yeah, ginger spice, a hint of milk chocolate, and coffee. Coffee, I kind of get there. But that kind of no. chocolate coffee. Okay. Very faint. It's, the, it's that kind of base nose. You know, that underlying mm-hmm. nose. But it, it's a sweet nose, even though it kind yeah, it of is. implies ginger spice and a hint of chocolate. Um, like it's kind of a sweet nose. Yeah. It's interesting. It's not bad. It's a good nose. Mm. Yeah. I think I've got a good nose. Yeah. You tasted it. Tell me. Ooh. The grin. I see your face light up. All right. Oh, that is very, very nice. Uh, yeah, it's chewy. It's, um, it's, yeah, that's Ooh, what I was the thinking. It changes. Wow. I know. It's and then I got very, lots very of complex. milk chocolate on the aftertaste. And I get the orange on the side of the tongue. Candied yeah. orange. Yeah. Sweet, mm. chewy. Okay. But it's, it's not supposed that to get oily. Licorice. No, I was looking at that on the glass as well. No. It's um, considering that it's not coming across as very oily. Maybe it's got you quite said, a nice long finish. You said it was like chewable. So oh, I yeah. was, no, I I was kind that. of expecting lots of oil and no, I, I, to me, it was uh, multiple tastes across the back of the tongue, which is what I kind of class as chewable, you know, the sides of the tongue. Mm-hmm. Trying to get that, mm, swirl this tongue around a little bit. Mm-hmm. This is a very nice whiskey. I mean, Jura has a bit of a, a, a standard taste. I mean, I've got a nice bottle of sort of no age statement or young Jura. Yeah, I've got uh, something as go well. Go to the yeah. same base. But... Um, can you tell this has been in seven wooden barrels? No. No. So th- that's kind of irrelevant, really. It's it's a great taste. It's a great yeah, yeah, finish. Yeah. Um, the finish drops off very quickly, though. It, it's medium length, but then it suddenly goes. It's yeah, not... but it's something stays. Really? Yeah, but... Mm, not sure what. I'm not, not very entirely sure if I like what is staying behind. It's a, there's this thing in, in the Netherlands and in Belgium, and it's very sweet milk chocolates called cow bars, koetjes rip. And it's a very sickly, sweet chocolate. And, and that's what this reminds you of. That's kind of the after... 
after after days that I get. So after the that's interesting, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, because if I if I was to say the overlying flavor for this is possibly a burnt bitter orange. I don't get smooth chocolatey finishes on this at all. I kind of get... I do, because it's nearly Eastern, and I've been eating a bunch of these little Easter eggs. That's why you're starving yourself, is it? Yeah, exactly. So, no, I definitely get chocolate on there. But then milk chocolate, and then it ends in super sweet uh, chocolate, but not the not the good kind. I like this. I would buy a bottle. I wouldn't buy it because it's brilliantly and I'm so precise and mm-hmm. give it to all my friends. But I would buy it a bit like a Deanston's. It's, a, it's a good different. Scottish whiskey. Yeah. Uh, it's got a story behind it in terms yeah. of those seven barrels. And I really quite like orange. And I can kind of, I can still taste that candied orange. Not overly sweet. But yeah, I mean, you obviously don't get it, but I, I am. No, a, a I, I do. I do get it on the sides. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I kind of. Uh, mm. I like that. I like that very much, and I think I've still got a tasting uh, bottle of that. So I shall you look do. forward to uh, yeah. to that. It seems to have bought the same tasting. Yeah. Box. Yeah, I'm not overly convinced about this. I like the taste it's definitely something else look it's if definitely you're not convinced something pour different. it in this glass no i will you not just say no. you're not convinced no i need to kill the germs inside of my body yeah that's uh, true yes you need to taste it professionally i yes that's what i meant yes. <laughs> so while you're you're just enjoying that then i'll uh kind of close this off and see where we're at because we are at 56 minutes so we have done our hours podcast normality has returned (laughs) and we changed hey we changed we are now thinking ad car and know what all five words mean yes and that's uh, a big change uh, and it's interesting as we approach it to some of the things that we talk about i don't know how long it will last but uh but there you go so we talked about whether emails can literally reduce in quantity and numbers um because of bringing a good chat strategy. And overall, we believe that's what will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it's just because of the generations. I think that there's a lot of positives around being able to keep that context together. Yeah. And it supports the whole organization's move towards collaboration. So, yes. you know, it's about being able to say, that document's wrong. And then walking away and people seeing that, hey, so I need to go back and look at that mm-hmm. without having to kind of come up with a story that says, hey, I think that you're missing this and you're missing that. And, you mm-hmm. know, I can say something and then go running off for my train and and uh, and leave other people to fix the problem. I think also with Loop, which we haven't even touched upon. No, which is silly. Know, because currently, you know, that's where the most Loop is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about this at Commsverse in June, funnily enough. Yeah. But looping in the collaboration. Um, you know, the ability to kind of say, hey, guys, you don't need to do 17 chats here to be able to put in a, a list of bullet points we need to consider. I can kind of create a table in loop and everybody is able to kind of collaborate within that chat 
Um, to and be then fair, send though, it off as an email. And that's right. Yeah. To be fair, I can also put the link in the email uh, and do it within that document. But that's kind of not there yet. Uh, no. But it will be. But but yeah. So we haven't really touched upon that. But then we could equally s- sit there and say, you know, there's there's all those other things we talked about, like gifts and uh, and visuals. But you know, there's a bunch of stuff we can now put in the chat. Mm-hmm. So a form, I can put a form in the chat, uh, and I can just click on it and and interact with it and close it again and not worry about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas with an email, you have to go and open it out and all that kind of stuff. So I think there are some advantages to chats. We've identified them. We can train on them. We can kind of make it clear. Uh, and I think chat's got a great story, and it's an easier story potentially to tell than the email story. Um, yeah, because we all know email. We've been using it for a gazillion years. Yeah. So uh, chat is definitely the younger kid on the block. It's the new and improved way of communicating. That is true. Um, that is true. It feels more natural with the emojis as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It brings in some of that 80% body language. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. That's cool. So there we go. So guys and girls and all those in between, I really, really hope I had not quite. I went down that inclusive yeah. line of thinking mm-hmm. what I'm going to do here. But a, all of our listeners, uh, hope you enjoyed this. Um, it was good to get back to something in depth. It was a good process, spending time talking about it and uh, coming up with something. So yes, so from Steve Dolby, um, I agree. A good chat adoption plan will reduce email um, and the Jira 7 wood is worth the purchase so I think I might buy a bottle and put that on my shelf I'll let you buy a bottle and I'll buy something, something else, else that we can try <laughs> next time on the next podcast that is true my friend yeah. alright so goodbye from Steve Dolby I'll hand over to Moraine and I'll get the button ready to close this off and he can say bye bye <laughs> Not millennials. We are matured. Steve, maybe more than Maren. Maturing the business like whiskey in a barrel. <laughs>